I have a sneaking fear though that Gary Oldman is still in this race oh, just because oh, yeah, of, of like course. how of course. different he was. And I mean, he was absolutely. If you great. didn't know that it was Gary Oldman, would you kind of like? I don't fucking. You know, often I talk about whether or not someone is Gary Oldman. Never. <laughs> Brunch. Hit it, boys. It's Oscar season. We present to you the award for making the films and such. Now come up here and dance. Dance, Pete. Dance. 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 What's that dance. From? It's from brunch. Yeah, yeah. dance. <laughs> yeah. Dance. <laughs> And that's that's my dance. I just scream dance into the mic over and over again. Oh, you've won and everyone is happy. Don't forget to give a speech. (laughs) Imagine if somebody just went up on stage and forgot to give a speech. Oh, it's your big moment. Don't forget to mention your speech. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you wrote down. Don't uh, forget your mother, your brother, your daughter, your dad. How do you feel about people who get up on stage and are like, oh, I didn't prepare a speech? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, y- y- what are we supposed to think? You didn't even think that you were going to have to win. But that's annoying when they do that. They're like, I didn't think there was any way I could win. Well, there was like a one in five chance <laughs> yeah, you were going to win. They were fucking at, numbers at, that said you were going to win. At worst, your chances were like 15%. Right. Like, there are people who were, there are psychos out there who weren't nominated that probably wrote a speech, <laughs> right. just in case. Uh, yeah, that is annoying. And they're like, oh, man. Oh, oh you're going to have to bear with me. Like, no, I'm fucking watching a show. <laughs> Dance, clown. It's like, I'm, we're on borrowed time here. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, yeah, it's the Oscars. Very excited about that. What would your uh, monologue be if you were the host? Oh, God. This year of all years is like the year that you, you probably don't want to host. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> God bless Jimmy Kimmel. That's mm-hmm. who's doing it again this year, right? Probably. Uh, yeah, it's either like Jimmy Kimmel or James Corden or yeah, like L. Cool J. <laughs> or L. Cool J. Yes, um, but uh, yeah, like I don't know. I, I, I trust Jimmy Kimmel. I'm sure that his monologue will be fine. He's not. A, he's not afraid to uh, to be real. Yeah. So I think it'll be interesting to see. Like, if this is if as much as this is the year that you don't want to have the monologue, mm-hmm. this is the year that everybody wants to tune in to see what is what happens in the monologue. Yeah, I didn't really watch the Grammys this year. Uh, just didn't I really did care as much. Uh, I, oh, I was on the road for work, so like I just didn't really pay much attention to it. This I'm kind of all in because uh, oh, yeah. we saw all the movies. This is got the first year that I, this is the first year that I'm going in uh, like well versed. Yeah, yeah, it's I've seen uh, everything. Yeah, this is the third year that I've been doing it. Second year that I've done them all. You know. Like, last year I saw most of them, but, like, a couple years ago I saw everything. This year I saw everything. Um, and, yeah, uh, our we thought that the Get Out was the best picture, but uh, we'll, have, we'll go through all the fucking categories with Randy and break them down, maybe uh, get him to tell us some stories, do some... We're going to do some non-nominees for yes. each category we, because there were enough people not nominated in each category that uh, were worth discussing. And for the categories that... There weren't 
a lot of people deserving of it. That was a fun conversation to have. Yeah. Uh, that speaks to the growth of this podcast, by the way. I mean, one of our first episodes, mm-hmm. we did the, uh, an Emmys podcast. Oh, yeah. We hit, Hadn't hit, seen anything. hit record, and we were like, what do you think about these Emmy nominations? We were like, I don't know. Haven't seen any of them, <laughs> so uh, probably not great. But that uh, was us putting in our 10,000 hours, though, Like, because we grinded through, and we got through that app. We did an episode no one fucking nothing and then and that and then became like, like a staple of ours right and it was like a it was and it was also like a very self-aware kind of moment where we were where we named the episode hey we shouldn't have done an emmys episode and people loved that one which is wild <laughs> uh, but like this year uh we put in some fucking work uh mm. obviously if you've been following following along we uh did individual movie reviews for every best picture nominee yep, all those uh, are up all with those videos um so yeah, I mean, this year we for sure took it seriously. Uh, all right, let's take some reviews seriously, and then we'll bring on Randy and have some fun. Grab that first one. All right, uh, this is a review from Laney, uh, titled Review from Laney, uh, and it says, I just really like this podcast. Five stars. Wow, thank you. Whoa, cool. Uh, A-plus tomfoolery from Big Uzi Vert. Uh, five stars. Uh, I caught Pete and DJ on Lights, Camera, Podcast. Shout out Trill Ballins. Indeed. Love Trill. And decided to give Brunch a listen. Really great stuff. I've listened to about five episodes so far. Even though I still can't remember which voice is Pete and which is DJ, I still really enjoy the podcast. Well, I am Jeff. Yes. And, and I, this is John Fuddleberg. Yeah, this is, yeah. That's, no, I was saying like Jeff Israel. Oh, okay. Saying non-Pete and DJ people. Um, people so we're not going to say. Uh, ask someone. Ask around. Tweet like, "Hey, which person's DJ? Which person's Pete?" See if you can get informed. I like that being like the uh, like y- you've earned your stripes once you figure out who's who. Yeah, right. Takes As a while a to know. Yes, exactly. Um, Pete and Bean are a squad by La Jacob. We sure are. Blah blah blah. Uh, Pete and Deej talking things other than sports? Question mark. Hilarious and awesome. I don't Thanks. get why people find that to be a surprise because in our jobs, we still which like is to find talk about any, sports. Any avenue to, to not talk get about sports. Get us out. Yes. Yeah. Um, no so sports and no thank you. <laughs> those are our three reviews. If you would like to re- leave us a review, I think we've kind of uh, scaled back on the importance of reviews. Yeah. Uh, Send us up the give charts. Us, give, yeah. Fuckers. Give us uh, an onslaught of reviews. Go to iTunes uh, and give us a review on iTunes because that for sure like that's the only thing that factors into the charts apparently on iTunes. So uh, if we can get an onslaught of reviews, we'll skyrocket uh, up the escalator of life and podcasts. Also, if you would like to support the show on Patreon, that's patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Uh, what else do we have that we should plug? Uh, nothing. We're yeah. Gonna plug the next uh, few minutes. You're about to hear with Randy Havens. All right, joining us now is an Oscar snub, an Emmy winner, but an Oscar snub. Logan Lucky was not nominated for Best Picture. Not sure what the fuck that was all about. <laughs> it's Randy Havens. Hi, Randy. Hey, boys. What's up, pal? Uh, sorry about the snub. Uh, you, you know, it's the life of an actor, man. You just got to live with it sometimes. Got to keep grinding. Keep shining. That's uh, that's what friends are for, as they said. Uh, all right. Let's start with Best Picture. Uh, the nominees, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, which won the Golden Globe for Best Musical or Comedy. wasn't a musical. Uh, Phantom Thread, The Post, Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside, Ebbing, Missouri, which won the Golden Globe for Drama. Uh, it, for me, this is Get Out by the longest 
landslide. Absolutely. I think Ghetto should win. I don't think Ghetto will win. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Randy, do you have thoughts? Uh, yeah, I don't think Get Out's going to win because it's a, uh, it's looked at as like a genre picture and, and genre pictures don't get uh, the attention that, um, you know, like a strict drama would get. You know, for me, it's a toss up uh, between Get Out and Phantom Thread. Yes. Um, uh, both films, I like walked out of the theater, like feeling a feeling that I'm unfamiliar with. It's called happiness. Um, and I also <laughs> felt that. Like Get Out, I felt like it, it, like that I understood something that I never understood before. Um, or that I understood something in a new way where I was like, oh, that's what it's like to be black. Okay. Uh, that was a great way to show me that. Hmm. Um, and then Phantom Thread, I just felt like I was like walking. I, I just felt like I was in like another world. Yeah. It's like you didn't realize that you needed to be poisoned to find love. Uh, true. Yeah. Uh, if yes. you're not doing mushrooms, you're not uh, doing love right. So I, uh, I'm so glad you said Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread is definitely my number two. Um, I, I preferred Get Out to it just because, uh, similarly, like I could not speak for a while after seeing Get Out. Like, Get mm-hmm. Out put me in a coma, and Phantom Thread was just amazing because we don't see Daniel Day Lewis a ton, and we're never going to see him again because he's about to take those career mushrooms. But uh, <laughs> I mean, he is, we'll get to it, but like he is for sure my best actor and his performance was just fucking, my mouth was agape the whole time. I think Phantom Thread was uh, the the movie that stuck with me um, probably like the third longest this year. First was Get Out, uh, second was Three Billboards, but for reasons that I did not want to stick with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and third was Phantom Thread, just because like, the fa- I said this on the review that we did for Phantom Thread, but like, I wasn't crazy about it when I left the theater, but it was in like the next few days where I kept thinking about it. And I was like, man, that movie was better than I gave it credit. That for. movie was good. It was entirely too good. Yes. Oh, I love the way that fucking guy talks. Um, yeah. Three billboards for me. Uh, I lo- I had a few fucking meltdowns over it because I was um, three billboards and its reaction introduced us to the fact that now people are um, so in tune with issues as they should be that they'll watch a piece of fiction and be like, I hated that movie because there was a bad guy. And that was upsetting because I thought that Sam Rockwell fucking killed it. His character was obviously the worst fucking person in the world, but people actually didn't like that movie because they were like, Sam Rockwell's character was an asshole, I think, because he was racist. I'm like, yes, of course he was fucking he was awful. But the big difference that that me and you have there is that I found that they there was a goal for that movie to find a redemption redemption arc for Sam Rockwell. It was a goal for that so Ray, you see the movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you so you saw everything but, but the post. Uh huge congrats there. <laughs> yes. Um so my takeaway was they used Sam Rockwell to show how imperfect uh, the main character was and how she didn't care who the fuck she was associating with as long as it meant giving her any sort of peace of mind. Like she says in the beginning of the movie, don't you have another black guy to torture? And by the end of the movie, she's like, fuck yeah, I'll hang out with this guy if it means we get to go kill somebody. And that's what I thought. it was. I didn't think it was like uh, he like uh, local racist does good. I thought it was like local woman falls far enough to team up with local racists. Yeah. Where did you land on it? Because it was a very polarizing movie. Sure. Uh, 
I, I have, I have issues with uh, McDonough. Um, I think that he uh, likes um, that. He thinks it's funny to, to be uh, racially inflammatory or, or to use uh, terms for people that um, I don't think people should be using. Um, and he does it from this place of privilege. So I, I, there are things about his writing, his plays and his, and his screenplays that I don't enjoy. Um, I, I feel like he's, he has a great voice, but I feel like that sometimes he goes like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do what I want because like, who cares or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know what his, um, uh, motivation is for the, uh, for the way that he writes. But I feel like that, um, that he doesn't take into account, like, when he's writing something like how it's going to be uh, viewed or listened to by everybody that views it or listens to it or, or watches it. Well, like, um, so, who's on Mc- that- so McDonough is the uh, screenwriter. He uh, both wrote and directed three billboards. Okay. Gotcha. One, one scene. And he's like, foreign, like, right? He's Irish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One thing that I, that I like uh, based off that one scene that kind of bothered me was the one in the interrogation room where she is talking to him saying like, how's the, the N word torturing business going? There's like an entire scene that is like sort of aiming for comedy. Based oh, right. Yeah. Around he's, like, yeah. he's like, we can't, we can't call it that no more. Yeah. We can't call what that no more. That and he says really it like 15 times. Yeah. Scene. Totally agree. Yeah. That was, that was all right. Unbelievably so fucked. who do you, so you don't think get out, uh, will win, but you think that it should win. Who do you think will win? I would probably be the post. <laughs> oh my god! I'll kill myself. I'll end it, Randy. That'll be it. Will that be worse than once than, and uh, for all? Adele winning over Beyonce for you? Um, no, because I feel that everybody would be on my side. Like when yeah. Adele won over Beyonce, a bunch of unknowingly split, yeah. racist idiots <laughs> were like, "Well, Adele's got, got a more beautiful craft. She's the I don't know what it is about her, but when Beyonce does a thing, I think it's because of co-writers. But when Adele, who works with fucking Greg Kirsten, does it, I think it's all because of her. Something about Beyonce. I can't put my finger on it. I don't like it about her. Like it's it is it's uh, people are unknowingly racist with that right. because it is not even close how much beyond how much better Beyonce is than Adele. So Randy's got the post. Uh, who do you think will win? Uh, that's a good question. I actually didn't put that much thought into that. Uh, I think Lady Bird will win. Interesting. I have uh, The Shape of Water, I think, will win. I lo- Shape of Water. Well, I would be happy if The Shape yeah. of Water won. I'd be fine with that. Let's but... run down our top tens. Uh, go ahead. Uh, top ten. Uh, or in top nine, I should say. <laughs> okay. Get Out, 9.3. Uh, we'll say our with ratings. With our ratings, yeah. So, uh, Get Out was number one for me with a 9.3. Dunkirk was number two for me with a 7.75. Lady Bird was my third favorite with a 7.25. And then this here's where we get kind of weird. Fourth on my list for favorite was Shape of Water. And that only got a 5.25 based Mm. on a rating scale. Uh, And then fifth for me was Phantom Thread at a 5.9. Sixth was Call Me By Your Name with 7.8, which way higher than I guess should have gotten. how you feel about it. Uh, seventh, darkest hour, with a four point eight five. Eighth, three billboards with a three point Wow. Uh, and ninth was the post, uh, four point six. So okay. I I gave three bill th- three billboards a three point and I liked it more than the post. Uh, so I had uh, get out one ten out of ten. Phantom thread eight out of three. Shape of water six point seven. 
Three Billboards, 6.7. Lady Bird, 6.8. Dunkirk, 7.4. Call Me By Your Name, 7.5. Darkest Hour, 5.5. And then a million for the post, (laughs) 1.4. God, fuck the post. Uh, So one thing that we're going to do for for all these nominees is we're going to pick out some that did not get nominations. Yeah, we're going to do some non-nominees. Non-nominees. Best Picture, uh, our list, we have... uh, Girls Trip, Wind River, Happy Death Day, The Big Sick, and Logan Lucky, and Only yeah. the Brave. Uh, what's your pick there, Randy? Um, say it again. So you were a star of Logan Lucky, but it's Logan Lucky, yeah. Only the Brave, Girls Trip, Wind River, Happy Death Day, The Big Sick, and Logan Lucky a second time. You know, I'm going to say Wind River. Oh, Wind River was awesome. You snubbed yourself. Uh, yes. I, I, I love Logan Lucky, but, the, but I have to, like, I have to pull myself out of it because I don't, you know, I don't know if I love it for selfish reasons or, or, or not. I thought Logan Lucky was great. It's awesome. Um, and it's on Amazon prime. And I'm about to watch that once this <laughs> fucking Oscar season is over. Uh, but if I had to pick a non nominee for, to win best picture, it would be uh wind river as well. I would go only the brave, but wind river would be a very close second. Um, and uh the big sick is definitely up there for me too like that was it's it's, i like the idea of nominating the big sick so it can lose things (laughs) do you know that our little theory there randy uh uh, no the big sick was great and everyone in it seems like such great people but uh uh because i said so doesn't really exist anymore so we like we like the idea of the big sick and all these wonderful performances being nominated for everything and then losing and then when they're like why come why come we didn't win it's like because you don't fucking get to the big sick (laughs) although everybody always picking on the big sick it's just a reminder that like hey we're fucking in charge hey we're the academy okay um although the biggest like the biggest snub of this entire season was holly Holly hunter Hunter, not being nominated for best supporting actor we'll get into that though now let's get into uh best actor in a leading role timothy chalamet call me by your name daniel day lewis phantom thread daniel kaluuya get out gary oldman darkest hour that won the golden globe for best actor in a drama and denzel denzel washington in roman j israel esquire real quick i'll say i know that we're not going to talk about roman j israel esquire at all but I really liked that movie. Really? Yeah, it was kind of weird. And <laughs> and it was such a disgusted what from Randy. Did you not like it? No, I hated it. Oh, God. I thought that he was so good. I, I know that, that it was not like a great film. Such a terrible movie. Like that it was like misstep after misstep after misstep. And it was like five different movies. And I was like, what? Wait, what? What? Like he, when the guy's like, now I'm going to get you. It's like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, what? what is now this movie, like now? movie That felt to me like um like uh, Place Beyond the Pines. That was like yeah, oh, that's six a good comparison. different movies yeah. in one movie. Mm-hmm. Like, pick a direction and stick with it. Place Beyond the Pines is a movie that like I'll fucking watch from time to time, though. I don't it's know why. It's such a weird movie. It is. It's like it's it's fun to remind yourself how much that movie. And like is the like last twenty minutes, you know, a movie's weird when like you can watch a movie and then get to like twenty minutes left, and you're like, eh, <laughs> all done here. That's what I do with Place Beyond the Pines every time. All right, uh, best actor, my should and will are the same and he- same here. Um, Daniel Day Lewis, Phantom. Not Bird. even a fucking question. What do you think, Rand? Absolutely. 
So good. Uh, I have a, I have a sneaking fear though that Gary Oldman is still in this race oh, just because oh, yeah, of like of how of different he was. And I mean, he was absolutely. If you great. didn't know that it was Gary Oldman, would you care? <laughs> like, I don't fucking. You know, often I talk about whether or not someone is Gary Oldman. Never. <laughs> I never fucking watch anything, and I'm like, hey, I wonder if that's Gary Oldman. Oh, I'll be surprised. I that's just Gary Oldman. I have a fear that like that like his like the makeup department and that aspect of it will like good. Will Give him those non nominees. James Franco and the Disaster Artist, Jeremy Renner and Wind River. Uh, who else? Sorry, I, I uh, Jeremy Renner, Miles Teller, Kenneth. How do you say his last name, Randy? Branog, Brana, Brana, yeah, Brana. Uh, Eric Bana, uh, <laughs> and yep, that's it. Jeremy Renner, Miles Teller, uh, Eric Bana, and James Franco. <laughs> uh, I have James Franco here. I have uh, Kenneth Branagh. Um, I'm going to throw one. I know I'm breaking the rules no, here, but it, I'm going to throw another it. one in here. And it is Caesar from War for the Planet of the Apes. That is that's so difficult to throw in for like a best actor, though, when it's like a well, all right. So but Gary, Gary Oldman can be best oh, actor. Yes. Great I mean, point. He, a fat suit and doing like CGI is different to me. Uh, last. Uh, I, yeah. So you think I, that that's why I said in, Caesar like, and not Andy Serkis. What's that? Do you think anybody in a CGI role wins Best Actor? What well, stupid kid from like the? There's gotta be like a new category at some point. Or room Sorry, one. Go ahead. That that stupid kid from from Room One. We can't tell if he's a good actor or not. <laughs> Just a little kid. <laughs> um, uh, we'll get to that with, uh, uh, Best Actress coming up. Yes. Uh, last uh, quick thing though on the Best Actor talk. Uh, is Denzel Washington just fat now, or does he do fat roles now? I was wondering that while watching Roman JS Israel. I think um, he does fat roles because he is fat. Hmm. <laughs> I think that he's transitioning into playing a different type of character. Okay. Um, you know, he's sort playing of old guys now. Old old guys, but kind of also guys that are that are like that have been defeated. Yeah, like frumpy guys. Yeah. Which, you know, like usually, you know, Denzel is like, oh, he's the against all odds guy. Right. Um, and I feel like that now he's he's as an actor that he's working with like a new template. I think that he's that he's playing with, which is very interesting. But I also Roman J. Esker, where is H? Terrible movie. <laughs> well, they did like clothing wise. They did the Breaking Bad uh, camera angle move. They went from um, like his pants are very baggy. And then once he's stealing some fucking money that he's not supposed to have. He's wearing like nice slimming cuts and such. He also uh, got a haircut. Yes. Uh, best actress in a leading role, Sally Hawkins, Paddington 2. Just kidding. The Shape <laughs> of Water. Francis McDormand, uh, three billboards outside of Missouri. That one for uh, the uh, Golden Globe. Uh, Margot Robbie, I, Tanya, Saoirse Ronan, Lady Bird. That also won a Golden Globe. And Meryl Streep, The Post. I went uh, Francis McDormand. Yeah, I have that for both will and should. Yeah. Yeah, I think Francis McTee is the way to go. Yeah, very, very easy there. All right, so uh, best actress for the non-nominees. Allison Williams, Get Out. Elizabeth Olsen, Wind River. Brooklyn Prince, that's the little kid from the Florida Project. Jessica Roth, Roth, Happy Death Day. Michelle Williams, All the Money in the World. Uh, For me... This was my ad. Uh, You're Brooke, the kid, Brooklyn Prince from uh, the Florida Project. I thought she was great. Can you know? I, I know, you know, but like, I mean, like, the, the, it's set. There's like a different standard for kids. For but sure. Like, she basically made me cry in the final scene of the Florida Project. And if you can do that as like a four year old child, I don't know how old she is, but I'm assuming it's like four or five. If you can do that as a four or five year old child, then that 
to me is like that you deserve that. Uh, well, Jessica Roth or Roth, whatever her name is, made me cry uh, tears of joy because Happy Death Day was the best movie of the fucking <laughs> millennium. But uh, my pick there would be Allison Williams. I thought she was hunting. Um, I think you guys are missing one. Who's that? Vicky Creeps from Phantom Thread. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought about her. I should have. I, I mean, like, I, I, she was good. I wouldn't put her in, like, she, I wouldn't put her in, like, a best actress category, honestly. I uh, will say this, that she, in her scenes with Daniel Day-Lewis, like, there is, like, a patience and uh, an ease that I think is remarkably difficult to pull off. Yeah, maybe Whoa. maybe it's just that, like I didn't I didn't fully appreciate it because her character is like so tepid and yeah, like, and mm-hmm. uh, she's like just unassuming and maybe that's why it didn't really like command that nomination for me. Um, but uh, she was good. All right, actor in a supporting role: Willem Dafoe, The Florida Project; Woody Harrelson, Three Billboards; Richard Jenkins, The Shape of Water; Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World; Sammy Rockwell, Three Billboards. That won a Golden Globe. I Peter. will say uh, the. The biggest nomination that I have a problem with uh, in this entire no Stubach, no, just like like a nomination rather than a snub. Uh, Woody Harrelson does not deserve a nomination for three billboards. Woody Harrelson is my winner for this. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't think that he was that good in three billboards at all. And I think that if you're gonna if you're going to pick one. You pick one from that movie. Well, that happens all the time, though. And it's Sam Rockwell. That happens all the time. But his character was so important. He's the only good person in the movie. Like, so much falls on Woody Harrelson's shoulders in that movie. Right, but how... how, how, I guess What's-His-Face is is a good guy. How Uh, tough is it to play a good guy? When you're the only good guy? Probably hard. I don't know, Randy. How how hard is it? You play a bad guy in Stranger Things? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't... uh... I guess it depends on who, like how, how you are as a person. Um, but I mean, like Woody Harrelson's got some pretty great range, mm-hmm. like over his career. He's, you know, uh, even like this past year, I mean, like if you look at his character in three billboards and his character in war for the planet of the apes, like those are, those are like polar opposites. Right. I mean, like I'm not arguing against Woody Harrelson as an actor. I just didn't think, think that he was spectacular in this movie. You put him in like the Blige category of like I'm sure you did great, but nothing wow. Right, yeah. exactly. Like I love Woody Harrelson. I just didn't. He didn't do it for me in Three Billboards. It would have been uh, Stuhlbarg if he was nominated for me. Honestly. Right. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought Stuhlbarg was great, and I can't believe that he didn't get a nomination. Yeah, it's a huge snub. Who's your pick, Pete? Uh, to I said should win. Uh, Willem Dafoe for the Florida Project. Will win. I think it's going to be Sam Rockwell for three billboards. I don't mind either of those. I I I just love that Richard Jenkins is nominated. Like I shouldn't be surprised I that he is, but it, yeah. he was like all these these performances were fucking awesome. Yeah, and I also I mean like Christopher Plummer. I don't know if he did enough for me in all the money in the world, but like the fact the, the context of that, I think that, <laughs> that he did it all in a week. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have much of a problem putting him in there um, based on how it happened. Uh, who stands out to you there, Randy? Um. I, I, I'm. It's got to be Sam Rockwell. Nice. All right. Uh, uh the snubs or the non-nominees. Uh, Michael Shannon. There's a lot here. Michael Shannon, mm-hmm. Shape of Water, Josh Brolin, Only the Brave, Bradley Whitford, Get Out, Ray Romano, The Big Sick, Michael Stuhlbarg, Call Me by Your Name, obviously. Barry. Uh, how do you say his last name? Kahan. K- Corn. The Killing Ki- of a Kia. Kia. 
uh, Randy Havens, Logan Lucky, and the winner is Randy Havens and Logan Woo! Lucky. Wow, wow, guys, wow. Let's get wow. him up here. Let's get him wow. up here. Please give a speech, Randy. It's time, for, time for your speech. Give a speech. Uh, you know, it's it's very difficult um, to memorize uh, all uh, three lines um, that I had, two of which got cut. Um, but you know, this is for my family and for my agent and um, uh, for everybody that helped me. Okay, congratulations, Randy. That was very uh, great and certainly well-deserved. Okay, what do we have next? Uh, Actress in a supporting role, right? Um, Yes. So that would be... uh, Where is she? All right, Mary J. Blige in Mudbound. Allison Janney in I, Tanya won a Golden Globe. Leslie Manville, Phantom Thread. Laurie Metcalf, Lady Bird. And the fucking most unfair nominee every year, Octavia Spencer, The Shape of Water, uh randy i'm not sure if you know this we are a very uh anti octavia spencer taking supporting roles because it's too easy for her she's too good an actress and yes she she could win this every single year uh yeah agreed agreed she's she's an amazing uh she's an amazing actress uh and it is it's completely unfair she should just they should have like just an octavia spencer category well, it's, my my idea was that like if you win supporting actress or get nominated for supporting actress so many times, you are banned from <laughs> taking supporting roles. You have to upgrade. You have to only oh, nice. take lead roles. That's um, good. For me, uh, I picked should win Laurie Metcalf, Lady Bird. Um, will win. I'm not stupid enough to bet against Octavia Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, she and she was like, I'm not underselling what she did in Shape of Water. She was fucking awesome. Um, she was the only person who top to bottom had their wits about them the whole movie. Yeah. Everybody else was either fucking a fish or <laughs> like trying to fuck a pie guy or uh, just talking about fucking candy or secretly and... Russian, like <laughs> yeah. way into candy. Uh, fucking somebody while bleeding, just a whole big thing. So uh, she really did kill it. Uh, I picked Lori Metcalf, although uh, Allison Janney really was terrific. Randy, who you got? Uh, same, Lori Metcalf. Um, I think Ooh. I think should win. Um, I think there's a good chance that Allison Janney's going to take it. Ooh, yeah, uh, I think it's going to be. Uh, that's going to come down to the why. Uh, For me, there were uh, the non nominations. Uh, for this were like it's a two-person race mm. uh holly hunter and the big sick and tiffany haddish and girl strip the other nominees are jennifer conley and only the brave and kelly rohrbach in baywatch god damn she killed that party dress oh yeah that she party dress so was killed in that murder. and the winner is kelly rohrbach <laughs> No way! Uh, Get a load of how great she looked. For me, it was Holly Hunter. Yeah, Holly Hunter, definitely. I I mean, she had so many scenes that just should be shown at the Oscars. Completely hinged on her as an actress, like the Uh, the uh, the Al Qaeda recruiter scene that was so great. Oh man, I love her. I think she's uh, brilliant. Yeah, totally. Uh, That's a big snub. Uh, I would love to work with her someday, Randy. How about you? Okay, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll 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 text some people. I think that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start saying like about people in fields 
uh, different from mine. Like, I'd love to work with them someday. It makes me sound... It's like saying that you're applying to Harvard. doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's a lofty but, goal. Yeah, right. Like, you're allowed to apply to Harvard. Um, yeah, shoot for the stars. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, that uh, does it for those. All right, Randy, we will set you free. Uh, is there anything that you want to say to us, or would you like to give a supplementary speech? Uh, I love you guys. Um, you're the most important people in my life. Um, uh, and I miss you every day. Even do you more. have any, do you have any projects that you want to update us or anybody else on? <laughs> Not on the air. Damn it. <laughs> um, I tried. Are we going to see Taylor Swift in Atlanta together? Uh, you're darn right. Because we seriously can do that. And where we, we should do that. Look, look at my eyes. <laughs> you know what these things mean? Uh, business do you have any bold oscars predictions uh oh like what like so, something crazy is gonna happen i don't yeah. know i don't know i don't know give us something um, us something good here i think that <laughs> it's there's gonna be something that was just like last year's la la land moonlight fiasco and gary oldman's gonna go up <laughs> and it's gonna turn out that caesar from more from planet of the apes is gonna be the actual winner it's gonna be completely unprecedented because they're gonna be like he wasn't even nominated and then a CGI ape is going to walk onto the Actually, stage. I'll do you one better. Know what's going to happen? They're going to say, uh, and the winner is uh, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> and then Timothy Chalamet was going to get up there. And then uh, what's his name? Jordan Horowitz is going to grab the envelope and go, no, no, no. It's uh, everybody stop what you're doing all at once. It says Gary Oldman. And then uh, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet wipes off his makeup and it was Gary Oldman the whole, the whole time. time. Wow. And they're like, wow, if you didn't know that was Gary Oldman, you would be so shocked right now. That's right. That's right. Because Gary Oldman can look like things that don't look like Gary Oldman. And we're very, <laughs> very impressed. Into it. Yeah. It's very yeah. good at it. All right. Well, we miss you. Love you. I still have to send you uh, your uh, Bad AF shirt. I have that. That was sent to me. Oh, cool. And I need to send it to you. Excellent. All right. Talk to you later, pal. Bye, right, Randy. Bye, guys. Love you. bye, Randy. All right. Let's continue the party with uh, a little cinematography. Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, In the Shape of Water. I don't even need to fucking ask you because those ships were <laughs> see uh i uh, that crossed my mind i was like oh I really, I, you're damn right are you sure are you, you think they're gonna win for that pete the ships were real i know oh my god i haven't seen i gotta put uh, put this out there i haven't seen blade runner 2049 that's like Ooh. one of my few misses okay and it did that did look like a fucking awesome it was a cool experience yeah. uh the girl from uh that awkward moment um was in it and she's very pretty but uh that's not that enough for me that doesn't count as towards cinematography that doesn't put the uh, sure it is it's just great sh- well in that case fucking great, great baywatch should win <laughs> yeah. baywatch yes. should win for capturing kelly Roback in that, that party, party dress, dress. Ooh, uh, that party dress but i think uh i think the shape of water should and will win there were some like kind of wonky moments for me with shape of water really though. yeah like where it was like a it looked like a little too fake and weird but i couldn't tell but if was i think that that was like intentional like it right. creates this like bizarre world yeah yeah was, i think like that for me was like the best part of shape of water like created this fucking really weird world mm-hmm. that felt like in like very separate from like the world that we live in which is cool directing dunkirk christopher nolan get out jordan peele ladybird greta gerwig phantom thread paul thomas anderson shape of water guillermo del toro uh that one uh golden globe we should disclose to you that uh this is 
a Paul Thomas Anderson podcast because of Heim shit. So yes. my answer was going to be Paul Thomas Anderson anyway, but I honestly think that my choice is Paul Thomas Anderson. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that Get Out should win, mm-hmm. um, but I do think that Paul Thomas Anderson is going to win for Phantom Thread. That's just a dream team. Him with fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. We don't talk about how awesome he is enough. Uh, editing. Baby Driver. Dunkirk, I, Tanya, Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. It annoys me that I, Tanya is nominated for this because I, Tanya goes for like a lot of like mockumentary laughs and they, I didn't like them. And the fact that people were like, yeah, good job. Ooh, this is fun. Get out of here. My pick's Baby Driver. I have Baby Driver for yeah. should and will win for yeah. editing. So. Because that was just crazy shit the whole fucking yeah. way. Yeah, and it's, I thought that it was really cool that the way that they used the music and uh, and played it into the story and the way that like even like that scene where he's walking to the coffee shop. That's the mo- that's the uh, the scene that really stuck out to me in that movie, um, where like the, like the lyrics and like the music shows up on the, on like the way that he's walking. So uh, I thought that was awesome. Uh, here's one that I really I'm glad that we can. Uh, discuss i've not seen one of the movies i'll admit because it's a star war mm-hmm. but uh music original score han zimmer for dunkirk johnny greenwood for phantom thread alexandra desplat the person who did the king's speech stuff uh for the shape of water john that, williams that's gotta be display 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 alexander display uh that he won a golden globe uh john williams the goat for star wars the last jedi and Carter Burwell for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, I was transfixed by the main theme in Phantom Thread. And in the first like half of the movie, they just fucking play that shit on a loop, and I love it. Love it so much. Probably going to try to teach myself it on piano. I have, do well. I have Phantom Thread as should, not as will. Uh, will, I think, uh, will be The Shape of Water. Yeah, you, that wouldn't surprise me, but I just I really, really love that main theme of Phantom Thread. Um and that's that's it. Well, no, we have one more for non-nominees. Okay. Uh, it's a two-movie category. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, piece of shit of the year. It, of course, comes down to The Post and The Snowman. I honestly don't know what I would pick. Uh, for me, this is an easy pick because The uh, the Post qualified based off of your ranking yes. of it. Um, the Snowman, for me, is still absolutely 100% they the piece literally of shit of the year. They literally did not make the snowman they did not finish the snowman yes uh and it was heavily promoted Mm -hmm. uh had a gigantic star in uh in michael fassbender um (laughs) it's unbelievable it's it's unbelievable jk simmons was in it like unbelievable how bad that movie ended up being yeah that that it really was like a clinic in failing (laughs) (laughs) right i mean i i like when you gave your piece of shit uh of the year to the post my like i agreed that i was very disappointed uh and i i would not recommend it to anybody but uh it is not unfathomably bad right it is is fine while you're watching it it's just very disappointing the the snowman was unfathomably bad and i like the idea of piece of shit of the year being like a very sacred place for like Oh Only my god, I've got to tell you about how bad this yes, was. Yeah. I complain about the post and I roll my eyes at the post and I'm deeply disappointed in the post, but I would agree that it is not like such a bad movie that it is in the same like, category. You get as... mad at the post because some people thought that it was good. Yeah. And some people thought oh, that it was dumbest, good, dumbest. which was which is stupid, uh, but 
nobody thought the snowman was good, and for good reason, because it was an abominable piece of shit. Hmm. An abominable well, snowman. Enjoy the movies, fo- or enjoy the fucking th- things. The Oscars uh, will be on Twitter.com to Wheaton along. You can follow us. You can do the, all the whole shebang. And uh, we'll we'll do an episode right after it. We're probably going to have a meltdown or seven. And uh, we'll talk to you Monday.